Welcome back, Couch Commentators. You are here for episode 21, Surprise Winners in Round 1. Welcome, Jake. Thanks, Craig. Yes, and welcome to everybody. And there's plenty to talk about. Surprise winners. I think there was plenty of surprise winners, especially on Saturday. We're calling that one Surprise Saturday. And uh, this is shaping up to be quite an even competition. So really looking forward to talking about the game so far. Yeah, me too. And yeah, obviously Friday night, but I won't, I won't call it a surprise because I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I, I knew I knew we'd win. Um, yeah, <laughs> Broncos had a win. We, we won our first game of the year. It's fantastic oh, to have that, that first one under your belt. Bloody oath. And, and it was just a, a ripping uh, win at home. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go uh, into well more depth there. Of course there. we will. We well, will yep. um, talk about a bit of Super Coach Jake because why not? Tis the season. Uh, yeah, we'll tell you all these silly decisions we've already made, yeah. um, and maybe some of the really great decisions we've made. So we'll, there could be some gloating. You never know. Yeah, it'll only be like one or two gloating good and regret. A, a lot more regret <laughs> than gloating. Um, yeah. We will obviously have our distractions. Let's, we will. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start off with a bit of a, a round wrap straight from the top. Jake, we'll talk about that Panthers Manly match. I, from the um, top, I yeah, Panthers. Yeah, I was a bit shocked. Obviously, just, one. Yeah, I was. I was a bit surprised, and obviously, this is mm. just me. But I, I thought the game would be a lot closer. Um, I actually tipped Manly, so yeah, yeah. I am an absolute fool. I really have let my emotions <laughs> get in the way there early, so. I'm gonna. I wouldn't to... say you're a fool, mate. Yeah. You know, like Manly are a top a, four side. It was, was a foolish decision. It was a foolish decision. Panthers okay. were clearly uh, ready for the, you know, the rigors of round one. That I think yeah. I um, I text you through the game. The fans were ready too, mate. Oh, it was a completely packed. It. For me, it looked like a, you know a round twelve team taking on like a round one team. It was. Right. Um, Cheese and chalk, you know, Penrith was so well drilled. That line no speed was incredible. It was suffocating. Mm. They just all moved together. You know, the it was a very quick game. Yep. The two markers just that. backpedal so fast into position um, to, mm. to make a line with the rest of the advancing D. It's just incredible how they can do it for so long. It, you know, that was an 80-minute performance from the Panthers. And in attack and defense, they were clinical. They were, yeah, I'll have to eat my words. Um, for me, they're the team to beat. I don't yep. see any um, complacency there at all. They are genuinely mm. ready for a crack at the back-to-back. And, uh, yeah, I know it's only round one. and you... Mate, this is what I love about you, you know. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, you paint a team as the absolute villains and then you're more than happy to swallow your words and say these are the, this is the team that you've got to beat to, to win yep. the comp this year. I, I have uh, developed that over the last couple of years, Jake, where I've got a little <laughs> bit more perspective from being right, down the bottom. Good. I think it's made yeah, me eat humble sure. pie and realise mm. that even the very mighty can fall. Um, so... Mm. True. Yeah, I think that's changed my view on football a little bit, probably the last Your couple outlook. of years. Yep, yeah. I um, I see it with a, a bit more of a broad, broad brushstroke. 
Everyone <laughs> is the same. We all just have different teams we go for, Jake. But it's uh, all, all the same. It's beautiful. And <laughs> world peace. And world peace. That's my, and and that's uh, my and answer. And I want world peace. Um, yeah, so you have two good Panthers. You were, you were very good. Mm. And Manly, it's really good. And my Manly, sorry, yeah, Manly. Manly were not Turbo. that great. Sorry, they, they were not that great. Turbo was definitely contained, wasn't he? And the halves didn't really help <laughs> the team no. at all. No, I, I, it could have just been though that they were just genuinely suffocated, Jake. Like I think they were honestly yeah. just outplayed there the other night. Um, they were keeping up with the pace those first couple of sets of six. Yes, yeah, it was a good, good game of football. The commentators mentioned that, just saying it's a very fast game, and then it just became one-sided. It just blew out there at the end, didn't it? It just really blew out there at the end. And, um, yeah, it I was don't evident there was a have, golf in class. Have, yeah. Definitely. Yep. Miles ahead they were, yep. which, is, which is something to say because we're talking about this being an even competition and sea eagles are meant yes. to be you know top four side but that's right panthers had the goods and they've got the best player in the comp to come back to their team as well it's very impressive and very scary um mm. jumping to the friday night's match let's just br- broadly go over th- through this one quite quickly um yeah you know, like we said and it's, this is so funny, Jake, and it's so funny how people just see things through different lens. I, I heard another podcast the other day. I can't remember if it was the Big mm. Les podcast or um, another podcast that I, uh, rugby league that I've been following. And he yep. was most looking forward to the Canberra Sharks game. And I was like, all right, really? We, we spoke about that as if that was the least one for us. So it just depends on, on what you, you know, what you go for and what you're looking for. Um, it was a good game of football, does, I yeah. thought. You know, it was obviously, you know, right uh-huh. there to the very death. The game well was in the balance. Yeah. Uh, very seesawing affair. It was a classic Canberra game, wasn't it? They got out to a lead, just <laughs> opened the door, let the other team Let back the other in. team come back. You know, and yeah. Sharks did incredibly well to walk through that door. I thought Nico Hines was very good for his first game at halfback. He, yes, he actually went quite well. I've got that note as well. And yeah. it's certainly more in the second half as well. Well, I want to talk um, about that at Supercoach time because I, I think I remember you saying that you'd picked him up. So that's that's cool. That's a good jag. Um, oh, well, just a little preview there. I, I had to sell him to bring in a different player. Oh, you silly boy. Uh, <laughs> Jack <laughs> Whiten obviously was the standout through this match. He was very yeah. good. Fantastic. Just running the ball, very strong. Um, yeah. He did stand up Nico Hines in that first half yeah. to um, get a try on for them. So, yeah, you can. He's, I got, think he's got the try on the end. I think you get a barometer for where Jack's at, depending on how many times he runs the ball in, say, that first 20 minutes. If the first mm. couple of times he runs that ball, he Sorry, he he in turn in, instead of goes into going to pass straight away, he runs the ball and really takes on the line hard. I think you know that you're in for a good game from Jack Whiten, and that's what yep. he showed there the other day. First two runs, he almost broke through. It was a good tackle that stopped him, and he just continued on from that um, first five minutes. He was really good through the entire match, and then even at the end there, although he didn't. Uh, make the try. It was Hudson Young that created that mm. try. His very presence wrapping around and coming onto that left-hand side of the field drew another defender onto the other side and opened that gap there for Hudson Young. So that I thought was probably Jack Whiten's um, best game in a long time. And it showed um, how much he is ready to play this year. He, yeah, 
was a was a real uh, weapon the entire game. Yeah, he, look, he he might be in line to be back in that six side uh, six number for um New South Wales as well because well, maybe, he's kind yeah. of been out, out of sorts there and always being put back into the centres and then. Yeah. Uh, or maybe not even having a spot because there's too many good back back line people that play for New South Wales bastards. <laughs> and you'll have to say Jerome Luai will uh, probably keep that spot for as lo- particularly for as long as Nathan Cleary is there. I should have mentioned. He will. That's right. Yeah, it's kind of now it's out of contention. I guess. Yeah, yes, you're right. And I, I should have mentioned um, this in the Panthers game. You got to give raps to that little prick. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him at all. Uh, but he was bloody good, and yep. he um, extremely quick when he scored that try. That was the way he reacted. Then yeah. was just unreal. He he really did run that side too. That was the impressive part. Sean O'Sullivan did a great job in. Uh, sort of steering the ship where he needed to, but you could tell Jerome owned that mm. owned that side, and I thought um, he was quite impressive. It's probably one of the better games I saw, and you know what? I probably haven't given well, him enough. Yep. I haven't given him enough credit because I heard a statistic the other day. He, he's mm. only played. He only started for fifty three games in the halves. So, and in that time, he's only lost like five matches. That yeah. is staggering. That I think, is absolutely um, staggering. I, and I think, uh, again, when he's played with uh, Nathan Cleary, they've only lost three together or something like that. It's wow, like another stupid, stupid stat like that. So, yeah, they haven't lost much. <laughs> and you, we were saying, you know, they haven't really tasted that 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 loss, uh, what it feels like to lose, you know, games. Uh, consecutively. They've only, they've only, consecutively, they've only tasted the wins. Yeah. Uh, but. If you're playing that good and you're at the top of the competition, then of course you're going to end up winning these games. And that's where that putting in the work to. Yeah, there is arrogance there, yeah, absolutely, and, but, and that's uh, where it comes from. And, and maybe they like the feeling of it, and so they're like, "Well, we just keep it, keep that up because we like winning and we yeah. like feeling this powerful. So we're yeah. just going to keep on doing what we're doing." Yeah, and why not? You, you have to stop it. us. You earn that right to be that arrogant if you're going to be that good, but. Honestly, it, it's just so tough for me to watch because they just continue to just take everything that's in their wake. And I, I would imagine they've done that from juniors, you know. So they honestly, Jake, have not felt like they've never been in a form slump in their entire lives. So it will mm. be interesting when that happens because that will happen. That never, it, it, it will not continue in that fashion. You don't win forever. Um, eventually the hunger goes <laughs> and eventually yeah, the sure. salary cap catches up with your team. That's what's mm. going to happen to this Panthers side in the next couple of years. They're the all going on huge money. Yep. So it's already started to happen. Carousel has got to go, doesn't he? I'm pretty sure um, they might be still trying so. to hold on to him. Kick is going to go. Eventually they're going to. Kikau is amazing as well. So, you know, in a strike weapon like that, you get rid of him and all of a sudden there's maybe not, they didn't score as many points as they did. Yeah, well, he he created a couple of line break assists. He created a couple of try assists. He ran for like over 100 metres. So he's got a few um, weapons in that arsenal of his. Mm. He didn't have to make that many tackles, but that's just because Penrith just dominated. So he really had was afforded the opportunity to just attack, 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 and that's what he does best. 
Look, we've uh, spoken about that game and we spoke about we the have. Sharks and then we spoke about the Panthers Eagles again. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's enough of those two. Let's let's get into a Broncos uh, chat. A Broncos chat. The mighty Broncos, the mighty Broncos. It's time for Broncos chat. Yeah. Yeah. What a Broncos, what a Broncos chat it is. On the too happy back. To be here. Of, I'm so of, happy. Of win. Oh mate, I, I messaged am. you. Fuck, I hope we win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really wanted it. I, I thought that most people, obviously, I come across a lot of leagueies, and I think most people thought I was pretty mm. delusional because I genuinely thought we would win. I thought yep. that um, South would be down a little bit, and and as long as those halves put it together, I knew mm. we had the rest of the team to win, and that came to yes, we've fruition. got to we've. There has to be, it had to have been a shift in the whole team. You know, you can't just buy two players, three players and expect, you know, everything to change. So I think we saw a different Broncos team. We saw one that when, you know, things were looking a bit down that they stood up for each other and they got in there and they dug deep and um, yeah, they just showed a lot of steel. Uh, it was fantastic. And that's what Kevy Walters said in his press conference that Kurt Capewell brings to that side. He said it's just that hunger and that desire. So you include Kurt Capewell into a pack that has Payne Haas, who was just enormous there the other night, Jake. Him and Pat yeah, Carrigan incredible. running incredible. in tandem was mm. a sight to be seen. They dominated that pack. They absolutely smashed South. And yep. it happened for the entire game. There was a 10-minute period there at the back end of the first half that we were getting on the back foot a little bit with South coming mm. through the middle and from uh, Totolo. Yep. Uh, uh, sure. Uh, Totolo from South and then Mark Nichols. And that was when Payne Haas was off the field. So yep. it's great that he plays so many minutes. He played And seven- then I think there Sorry. was a little error there from Reese Kennedy maybe as as well. And so, yeah, there was, you know, you That's take true. Pay Haas off two. and you bring someone else on and they make a mistake as well. Point. You're like, oh, I, I really, you, they notice him not being there. Compounded, wasn't it? With that um, mm. Reese Kennedy mistake. You're, you're right there. Um, but yeah, I, I can't believe that a guy of his size in his position played 70 minutes there the other night, you know, 40 minutes in the second half. Incredible. He played the entire second half. And, you know, there was there was covering up kicks on the 10-meter line in that first half. There was, you know, cover tackles that he would come across and make on players that look like they're going to make a breakaway. He continued to trouble three or four defenders sometimes as he came through the line. He was just enormous. I, I can't understate his game there the other day. And Pat Carrigan yep. played an incredible backup role in the forwards all of our forwards played it well. It was unreal. Keenan Palacio, I thought, had a great game. That was one of his better games I've seen him play. He, he did a lot of hard work. He was a huge standout. Yeah, he's yeah good. And really stood up to be a starting front rower. And he yep. was out there for so much of the game. Um, yep. Now, hats off to him. 56 minutes, I think he was out there for. And That's great. <laughs> and we got that Brendan Bacura. the stats directly in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> we have Brendan Bacura to come back to that side. And most yes. importantly, 
we have Adam Bloody Reynolds to come back into that side. And that is amazing <laughs> how the narrative has changed. Uh, I said this to Alana and I, I knew it would happen. The media pivots so quickly when, you know, one thing happens, you know, we were just, yeah, you know, before the uh, start of this South game, they were like, oh, who are you going to pick as your five, eight to pl- partner Adam mm. Reynolds? And now mm. it's like, who's going to get the spot to partner Adam Reynolds, you know, like now there's excitement around it. It so quickly has changed. Yeah. You've got two really great options. Simply Walters and Albert Kelly. Yeah. yeah, They were, they were both terrific. Um, Terrific. Albert Kelly grabbing that intercept try that uh, unfortunately gave uh, Cody Walker shades of the grand final last year when the exact same thing happened. Yeah. Hey, that's going to happen for um, the rest of his life. Anytime he throws an intercept pass, they're going to go, oh, grand final. It's like Ben Hunt. Anytime Ben Hunt drops the bloody ball, they'll go, oh, that was shades of the grand final, you know, from a kick. Um, Yeah, there's some things that'll just haunt you. But it's hard hard not to compare. It was the last game they played. It was the last game they played. Too good. Too good, Jake. (laughs) You you got me there. Um, (laughs) Billy Billy Walters was strong. Left side strong. Billy Walters was strong in defense. So was Albert Kelly. Their stats. Yep. That's where remarkably similar, you know, it was like mm. 97 meters for Billy, um, 119 for Albert. You know, um, I think Billy made more tackles. I think he made some, you know, 20 something tackles and Albert Kelly sure. made sort of around 19, you know, and only two missed mm. tackles to Albert Kelly and, and three missed tackles to Billy. But they, you know, thought Albert Kelly's kicking game was quite good. So was Billy's when it yep. needed to be. If it wasn't for, uh, one they of both, the, yeah. who was who was the one one of our blokes that end up getting his hand mm. to the ball, but never looked like scoring, and instead of getting a dropout, it ended up being a twenty meter tap. We made a couple of crucial rookie uh, errors like that. I can't, I can't remember. Me neither. But there was heaps of that, and there was to Tony Staggs and and um and Cobbo. Sarah Cobbo, who we haven't mentioned yet, Mister oh, Cobbo, mate. Uh, uh, everyone's talking about. I got Cobo plenty now. of notes about Zoe and Cobbo. I cannot. Okay. <laughs> he's he, like stags and Cobbo have got so much energy and talent oh. they didn't quite know what the fuck to do with it the other night <laughs> yeah, um great point. like stags should have just dug in a couple of times instead he tried yep. to force a pass when it was never on yeah yeah, yeah. um but Cobbo was never really in the position to catch any of those passes no, or yeah, to make an impact a couple of times but then we he also had a couple of one. sorry yeah, Jane. they yep. they could that's all right. Like, but these guys could have scored three or four tries each between themselves mm-hmm. and they didn't manage to score any. So there's a bit of work. If that's going to be that combination, then there's work to be done there. But I think the call is Cobo to fullback, even though he's fresh and he's going to make the odd mistake. People want to see him at number one. I am salivating at the thought of him being our fullback. The hmm. way he turned their, uh, was it their winger inside out like that? It was just break down the side, wasn't it? Was yeah, wasn't it? The just the shimmy in yeah. the move, it was oh, it's tantalizing, you know. The 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 footwork was um Fred Astaire like the guy <laughs> is you know a hundred kilos and the way he moved and got around him and then got on the outside and sprinted away was just amazing um albert kelly did him no favors backing up there he was just right on the advantage line again so he had no opportunity to try and throw the ball back it was annoying you know that's the lesson for the broncos yep we we'd left (laughs) a couple of tries there on the table and kirk capewell said that in the press conference 
selling Cobo. <laughs> hands off my Cobo. Like hands that, off. That guy needs to be locked up for life, right? I yeah. just cannot wait to see a a, a piece of paper with selling Cobo's name on it for the next five years. You know, I just want him to be part of my side so badly. He is an while while we're talking. Weapon. I, I couldn't agree more. What a weapon. And while we're mm. talking Cobo, yeah. can I just say, you know, Andrew Johns, Joey Johns, yeah. he, he, he's just like, this guy Cross loves him. footballers so much, right? Oh, he does. And he he and falls in love. He was getting the, the hots for Cobo hard. And then <laughs> and he fair was enough in, too. in the Broncos dressing room, just chatting all the guys up. Yeah. And just come out already, mate. We'll all support you. <laughs> We all show you. We'll all show you love. I promise. Uh, I I was very impressed. With There's how nothing much, wrong with it, mate. There's nothing wrong with it. I was very impressed with how Cobo did the hard work as well. He did the hard runs out of mm. um, our, our own end. He worked hard from marker after he would make the first tackle on a, on a kick chase. A couple of yep. times his kick chase, but that this was from all of the Brisbane Broncos. It was a little bit poor just in terms of they all made it down there on time when the ball was landing, but because Mm. they weren't in a position to catch the ball, then they were past the ball. And then the South bloke went the other direction without anyone in front of him. So they need to work that out and just get that, um, that line right. So that they've at least got a couple of people in the bloody way where one person contends for the ball. It was yeah. A little bit frustrating. Yeah. That's just another one of those missed opportunities, but yeah, I thought from yeah, uh, Mark, he kept for- working and make you know once he made three tackles in a row. I noted, and I, I thought that was really good That's for your great. wing for your winger to do that. No, it's fantastic. They were fantastic. Corey Oates and uh, Jermaine Psycho jumped in and filled the positions that they know they don't really have yep. <laughs> for the yep. year. Yeah, they did their job um, really, really well. Um, Tony Staggs and Herbie Farnsworth in the centers, they're not going anywhere. That's their spots. They, yep. they were both sensational. Sensational. Having those guys come at you is, is a nightmare. Nightmare, isn't it? <laughs> Tony Staggs corked um, Cody Walker's leg. After that, Walker was buggered for most of the rest of the game. He'd already had someone intercept his um, pass, corked his leg. I just saw the game not going anywhere after that. And I knew the Broncos just had to grind it out for the rest of the game. And that's, and that they kind of didn't just grind it out. They had all these attacking opportunities that they fumbled and it made it look like the scoreline made it look like they, they grinded it out, but they really probably should have been like, you know, 20 to four or something like that. Uh, The forwards, they were fantastic. I was very impressed with that forward pack. Um, Our backs were great. The halves were awesome. So the entire side genuinely was brilliant there the other night. It was a great all-round performance. We Um, mentioned Pat Pat Carrigan, but his passing game has definitely improved. He's becoming a ball-playing 13. Super fit. He he stays in 13 over Kobe Hetherington. Of course he does. do we have a, yeah? Of course he does. The way he played in tandem the other night with um, Payne Haas, Kevin Walters must have just been licking his lips, and he made mention of the both of them. And then you throw in, yeah. you know, Kurt Capewell. Oh, so Kobe's off the bench then. Kobe's off the bench. Kobe be off the bench, and what a great player to have off. Keenan the bench. can go back. To, oh, fantastic! And Keenan yep. can go back to the bench too. He's proven he's definitely a replacement forward. Um, oh, well, he can, comes, I think they Flegler started, comes back. 
Yeah, I, I think he started in the front row, and I genuinely think they'll probably stick with that, Jake. I think for, oh, Flegler, he'll definitely start next week because yeah, Fleg was back. Fleg was a couple week. of weeks ago. Yeah, a yeah. couple of weeks away, and I think he'll stay by there. that stage. Uh, Palacio would have earned his right to stay there, so it'll be up to Flegler to take that away from him, which is great for us. So true. He was he was really good. He was he really was, good, mate. I was very impressed with him. Yeah, he did everything right. So yeah, it's up to now um, Flegler to prove. He, he's got that origin form back and, and get back mm. into that side. Well, you know, back into that starting side. But um, I did want to touch on the mm. um, press conference. I was just really impressed. And I think it's exciting for the year ahead that, you know, Kurt Capel's just sitting there all smiles, you know, be, of course he's going to be because they've just had a win, but he just looks super relaxed. And Oh, he, and we didn't mention he kicked the field goal. Oh, to it was incredible the deal field goal. of a seven point win. As we knew, you know, that was going to be enough. And yeah, of course, you would have been smiling. <laughs> Kevin Walters brought it up in the game. He said, yeah. uh, sorry, in the press conference, he said. All planned. Know, what, what, what did you <laughs> What did you think? Because um, someone asked him, is that why you signed Kurt Capewell? Was it for his field goals? And he said, oh, you'll have to <laughs> turn over to Kurt. And he said. It's his first yeah. one. He said, yep, yeah, one from one. And he, he said, I might not ever try one again. <laughs> I mean, it's still coming down. Honestly, he absolutely thumped that ball. It was a ripping field goal. He, he could have kicked it from 40 out. It was amazing. It was unreal just to see someone like him in the moment. Just go for it. Um, the guy was out there for 80 minutes. What a what a bloody legend. What a superstar. I, I love that he's part of our squad our side yeah the, oh, the makings so of good. a great squad there and yeah, just yep. the way they dealt with that press conference you know both um spoke very glowingly about the rest of the team and you know it was all praise on sure um the, the entire team performance there was no individuals there they look like they're really starting to turn that culture around the narrative is starting to change already the the broncos are back baby mm. yeah I think they are. I think, yeah, hopefully that bad blood that used to be there between even some of the players has subsided. I think, you know, the players have earned their spots. So you've got to start respecting, you know, your teammates. And I think that's what we're seeing now. It's, it's beautiful. It's fantastic. All righty. That's, uh, that's it for Broncos chat for this week. I was loving it. It was so good. And they, did, they, uh, they played the Rabbitohs, by the way. Did we even mention that? I don't think, I don't think we did. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know if we did. All right. Yeah. So surprise Saturday was a Saturday full of surprises. And it all started with the biggest surprise, I think, of them all, the Knights beating the Roosters 20 to 6. Genuinely, genuinely shocked. I didn't think that was going to happen. Genuinely shocked. It destroyed all my bets. Gamble responsibly, responsibly, ladies and gentlemen. But honestly, I was absolutely flying, obviously, (laughs) with with Brisbane paying 360. Goodness gracious. Like, honestly, the tab is just trying trying to give me money. And I should have just. And all your bets aligned with the Brisbane game. And then when that happened, so you're like, sweet, bring it on. First game of Saturday and stuffed you completely. Stuffed me. (laughs) My two Fridays, I I nailed um, Canberra 1 to 12. Uh, Brisbane one to twelve, and I was absolutely flying. And then that first Saturday game ruined me. Um, mm. I would, yeah, I, I and it ruined the Roosters too. They were not uh, expecting that, I think. And then the Knights were extremely resilient and tough, throwing their players around. And um, yeah, 
be aggressive. Be be aggressive. Be be aggressive. <laughs> uh, I I missed a lot of it the first Super Saturday, yeah, and I didn't get to see everything. Correct. This um this this just shows like you you know you got to look out for your mates and yeah Nicole uh, Akers it was her fortieth birthday so we were out that all Saturday and I was day drinking hard. Mm. I got to see a little bit of the game because at the back <laughs> end of playing uh it, it was at a golf driving range so we stayed sure. there for about four hours they put on some beautiful food and all the booze for us i made the most of that jake i was yeah well on my way by the time we left there and it was a really <laughs> great time it's good to see those guys they are a fun uh, catch up and um i watched a little bit of super saturday there and i just couldn't good. believe my eyes i i really couldn't believe the nights were taken it up to mm. what I was predicting as one of my grand final hopes. I genuinely thought they had one foot in the grand final. Yeah. The roosters, um, I just kind of always thought they were going to come back in that game and you know, the, they would outclass the Knights, but yep. it never happened. Uh, happened. And I guess they just, they're not ready. I mean, a lot of the team did not trial. So when Maybe did, when they, did they don't lose, have enough footy under the, their belt. When did they lose Victor Radley is is my question, Jake. Do you know? Yeah, yet? Does it have it there sure. in the statistics? Can you just have a look at the... Um, um, well, I'll be able to me? see... Well, I'll be able to see how many minutes he was on the field. Yeah, cool. He was on the field for 26 minutes. Okay, so that's pretty early into the game. That definitely mm. would have had its impact. You know, uh, they obviously wouldn't have lost an interchange because he went off for HIA, but they've lost a player there on the bench. They lost Billy Smith as well, and they lost him incredibly early. Both of them went off for this new rule, and I don't, you know, Trent Robertson. Billy Smith, fifty-third minute, must have okay. been. Okay, oh, okay. So he was in there for. So a he was fair there bit for the second half before he went off, but you know, it doesn't uh, help losing a back, particularly when you're behind in the second half. Trent Robertson no. said that um, both players were assessed as not able to come back because they were category one HIA and mm. it's from a, now an independent doctor. They don't have their team doctors, club doctors uh, in influence on the game anymore by okay. ruling those HIAs or concussions because there's too many people gaming the system. And they were saying that someone had had a, a HIA when it wasn't just to get a free interchange. Um, that speaks to the very heart of the integrity of those doctors. And I don't think that's fair I think we need to be able to just trust them that they are going to make the correct assessment. Uh, I'd say trainers would make that call all the time to try and get the player off for a free interchange, mm. but I don't imagine the doctors are doing it that often. This um, doctor then assessed from the box. He didn't even get to see them in person. He did it from the um, video box that they were category one and they weren't able to come back. And both players category one passed their HIA test results and had mm. no concussion symptoms whatsoever. So that okay. is a really interesting one, Jake. I think there might be a bit more to play out there. I think they'll probably end up meeting somewhere in the middle where it's like maybe mm. the doctors have a um, discussion about it together. Um, what The one that's on the ground and the one that's up in the sky. And if they can't make a decision together, maybe potentially the guy in the box has the final say. But I... Um, don't like the yeah, idea of a of a guy making a decision on concussions based off mm. a video. Mm. Yeah, surely. Um, I mean, yeah, you got to. It's it's going to come into play because you want to see 
exactly how hard they got hit or things like that. But yeah, surely, yeah, face to face, you know, if they're passing tests, then surely they get to come back. Anyway, uh, you can't really, you know, let's not discount the Knights though, um, with that kind of, you know, HIA controversy in the background. Yep. Um, Dane Gagai, huge standout. Uh, Jake Clifford. Big game. Huge standout. Yep. Jake Clifford was uh, the man, wasn't he? He played very, very Mm -hmm. well. He really ran that side. I was, I I said um, from the very beginning that the Knights didn't have too bad of a side on paper, Um, but it really did depend on what Jake Clifford did in in Adam Clune. And uh, it seems as though Jake Clifford is the man to stand up. He owned the side and he showed that the Knights actually, you know, they, they got a shot in this competition. We did say it was going to be sure. the most even competition, Jake. And I, I think that's starting to come to the fore for, for the amount of upsets we've already had. I know it's only round one, but I think we'll still be talking about this, you yep. know, in, in round six, seven, eight. I, I think this will be a trend where on any day yeah. you're going to have some other team just stand up and, and, and beat the other side because, I think we're going to see a few more Saturday surprises. Mate, this is going to keep on destroying all your multis as well. (laughs) I know, I know. It's about the calculated guesses now, Jake. It's about uh, trying to loop a couple of uh, upsets together. Um, Well, yeah, these top four teams are being put on notice and, you know, there was such a huge gap in the competition competition i should yes. say i don't know what yeah. the other word was um <laughs> compared to last year yeah thanks yeah compared to last year so yeah your teams beware um you just because you're in the grand final or just because you are generally a team that is in other grand finals roosters yep. um yeah you may not win against a team that was thought to potentially pick up the wooden spoon yeah, who'd have thought it? Who'd crazy. have thought it? Absolutely crazy, ludicrous, ludicrous, ludicrous speed. <laughs> Warriors, dragons. Yeah, Warriors, dragons. I, I wasn't surprised by this result at all or we predicted mm. that the dragons would start to come back into it and i think that's what's starting yes, to we happen did. i did thought ben hunt would really be back and it seems as though he is he super uh, impressive owned the yeah. game didn't he he seems like yeah. he he's the um the controlling halfback again you know he, he's he's so much more confident yep. in his skin again and the dragons possess a, a sheer amount of young talent there. They've got some really um, exciting and, and, and mm. speedy young backs. So that Tyrell Sloan looks like he's going to be an absolute gun. Yeah. He just slotted in fantastically. Yep. Um, obviously Ravalawa scored the hat trick tries yeah. and that was try scoring machine. You'd have to say that's uh, a lot of that's thanks to Zach Lomax too. There was a few and I was just incredible gonna balls out the to back. Say Zach here. Lomax, it's yeah. a shame he didn't get to score a try because he is just an incredible center. Um, and he also kicks goals, so uh, I probably should bring him into my super coach team. Terrell Sloan <laughs> is definite a definite option there at the back because he didn't score yet. He uh, he put on a decent super coach score. Uh, Alisa Katoa, similar. Mm. 
and he is cheap. So keep an eye out for those uh, players' kids. I, I thought totally so. had Katoa in my side because he was so great uh, about a season ago. Yeah, he absolutely was. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't put him in my side. I did something else completely crazy in the second row. I'll tell you that in Supercoach chat. Um, I thought that uh, <laughs> Jack Bird again was strong. You know, he scored a try there. He's found his position there in the second row. And yeah, yeah. he looked fantastic, didn't he? But and, yeah, um, similar it, things happened with the Warriors. They've got uh, Ewan Aiken now playing in the second row. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, just, yes, super interesting to uh, have these players, you know, used to play in the centers and into the second row and the transition's going well for them both. Yeah. But uh, sorry, you did touch on it, Jake. And we, we should mention, mm. obviously standout is that Ravalawa hat trick. He, he yep. looked like he could actually be a surprise little um, sneaky for maybe the top try scorer. Like, you know, starting off with three tries and, mm. and being beside Zach Lomax there and being the finisher and, he, he actually showed he got a bit of skill about him. It wasn't just all barnstorming. He um, showed a bit of um, elusiveness to score a couple of those tries. So you never know. True. Moving the, on. The, the final <laughs> Saturday surprise, I think, was probably the performance of the Tigers. They um, Yes, they, they were didn't, right didn't in up it. Winning. They didn't end up winning, they, obviously. No, they in it. They obviously. don't. Because they uh, don't Greg, know how to win. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You may mention of it, Jake, and you're not wrong. <laughs> they genuinely just find a way to clutch defeat from the jaws of victory. You know, they are just yeah. horrendous. It must uh, be so frustrating to support them. <laughs> honestly, they are they are a frustrating football side. They were in a commanding position. Yeah. They um obviously no, their fans are very committed. The storm the storm obviously had uh, their dramas and they um they definitely they did. Lots of dramas, like injuries. Uh, Brandon Smith went in the first couple of minutes. I'll bring, yep. that, I'll bring that stat up. Yep. Yeah. So <sighs> they um, they were without Brandon Smith. They, they said three stars. Two, two minutes. Two minutes he was in the game. Oh, wow. And I had him in my super coach side too. And oh, it gutted me. Um, I almost picked him up. I did not. They, they said three in the reporting this morning. They're like three mm. stars of the Melbourne Storm have gone down. You know, Christian Welch, yeah. yes, I'll Welch. give you. Um, Welch. Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith, yes, I'll give you for a broken hand. But he's only gone for four weeks. He'll be back. Um, the the Welch one is huge. You know, he's an, that's an Achilles. He's gone for the season. That's really shattering for him. But the other they said was that is terrible news. Yeah, the other they said Queensland too. Oh, horrendous for Queensland, isn't it? Um, Mm. And the other they said was George Jennings. I'm like, he's hardly a star. He's barely on the fringe, mate. Don't give me, don't give me. He's a star. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Uh, Yeah, Melbourne have got plenty of young backs to come through, and um, that yeah, super coaches will be drooling over that. Actually, (laughs) yeah, you're spot on. They they will be. but yeah, look. It, I wonder if Brendan Smith's good for next week. Fractured hand. No, Harry he, Grant's back. But... He'd be gone. He'd be gone for four weeks. Um, there's uh, there's no way you can have a hooker with a fractured hand. So they'll uh, they'll <laughs> make sure that they repair. No, that. or a number thirteen. They don't need to worry about it. You know, uh, Harry Grant slots back into that side. They get Cameron Munster back there next he does. week. Uh, the yeah. Storm will be in a fine position. They've they're got reinforcements. They definitely need to find a forward. They're, they're probably going to need to try and go to the market and, and back that I up. I think they're after Tarek Sims. They've already I heard, said I it. heard that, I, yeah. I, 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 I saw that you know, this morning. 
Yeah. It's the rumors on the very, grapevine. It's a very fresh news. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. just be yeah. some dickhead journo, Jake, making it up, sitting back there, just blinking the dots like, oh, yeah, so-and-so told me, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, wifey, can you just tell me this? Yep, sweet. Okay. I had a source tell me that Tarek Sims might be getting signed by the storm. So well, it, potentially it where there's might smoke, happen. <laughs> potentially where there's smoke, there's fire. But most of the time, I'd say it's just a, a made-up story because Tarek Sims looks like he could be on the outer at the Dragons and the Storm are definitely going to be in the mm. need for some reinforcements. And why not go to the Melbourne Storm? If the Tarek Sims gets offered that, I guarantee he'll take it. Even if he does to crack that Dragon side, I'd still go to the Melbourne Storm every day. So, um, Yeah, if Storm want you in their team, you say yes. Hook That's Griffin what Xavier Coates did. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so he's he scored his first try with them. He did actually, and it was quite uh, impressive. It was very elite. Yeah, it sorry, was, Jake, I did want to say. Elite, yeah. um, Hook Griffin said the only reason he's not picking Tarek Sims is because he's not ready. So he's had injuries. So mm. you know he he knows what he's doing. They did have a decent forward pack there the other day anyway. So if you've got a forward that isn't quite ready, then you're obviously not going to play him. Um, no, I, I still think save the save the player. Correct. There's still a potential, like we said, that he still want to go to the storm because why wouldn't you want to go to the storm? No, that's it. Yeah. Um, exactly. Great option. <laughs> other great performance was from Jerome Hughes. He took the game by the scruff of the neck there and scored the um, try that really sort of put him away. He that try was special. Yeah, just, he... just like you know, to see your your star halfback, yeah, um, sidestep three players, just take it on, a yeah, super defining um try under the post. It was big, wasn't it? What's better than that? No, it's not much better. That's that's what you need your million dollar. And then to also assisted turning it on to for the next to help out with the next two tries. It's like, well, yeah, that's what you're there for. And um, they Bingo. snatched they snatched the victory in they... the second half. The storm, they, um, probably after a huge screaming <laughs> um, yeah. by uh, by Craig uh, Bellamere. So yeah, good shit. I um yeah, I, yeah. Just touching back on that, Christian Welch. Yeah, really shattered for him because I think mm. he was primed to have another good year. He's in the form of his life, and he's only just come back from some from some huge injuries. So. It's a real shame terrible that news, he's, he's taken, and this is different now. You know, this is an Achilles. That is uh, uh, incredibly hard injury to come back from as a forward, it, particularly with the leg speed that he he plays his game with. It's um, really sad news. Devo. Devo. Devo for him. Yeah, me too. Devo for him. Cannot stress that enough. No. Should, should we make some wild predictions about these next two games that are being played as we speak? Yeah. Beak. Yeah, I like it. All right. All right. That, that is the uh, the end of Saturday surprises. That is the uh, yes, Saturday surprises is over. Uh Sunday predictions. Here we go. Yes, yes. Uh game in progress. Eels versus Titans. Uh yeah. We are currently uh, 26 minutes in, Greg. And again, this is a game that's happened days ago. <laughs> it's true. We're 26 minutes into a game that's happened days ago, and it is 14 12. I um, I got to say, I did see this coming because this is what uh, is, is my multi for the day. I've got the games to be close. I think that mm-hmm. Parramatta will win, uh, but I it I is do an think, even competition. 
I do think that the Titans will bring it this year. They they need to bring it. Yeah. Like I said, time and time again, I keep hearing that the Titans are coming. The Titans are coming. Well, finally, guys, you've you've got a side that's good enough to to challenge. So show us, show us what you got. I'm tired of hearing the bullshit. I'm glad it's close. It's good from the supporters beating their chest when you've done nothing yet. So give me something. Mm. Show me you somewhat competitive. Um, that's pro- <laughs> probably not fair. Yeah, they were again. We were, we were saying this. They were one pass away from you know going deep, deep into those finals last year. So they mm. need to be better this year, and they probably will be. So they're, they're showing that they are right now. But my prediction for this game, the contenders for sure. My prediction for this game is that Parramatta is going to win by eight. And you know how I know that, Jake? Yep. It's because I yeah. had I had it in my bet slip, and we started this podcast. And yeah. I did not put the bet on. I came back to it when I realized the game was about to start and it was two minutes in and I missed it. So you watch Paramount by eight is absolutely happening. Cool. Can't wait. I'm going to be shattered. Uh, you can be shattered. You're shattered. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Um, I really like uh, Toby Sexton uh, for the Titans, oh, yeah. I think, you know, as long as he's, he's playing well uh, in the halfback, the new, you know, they've given him the halfback role. It's yours. Mm. And Jaden Campbell in number one, uh, fullback. They've got some really young guys and, and inexperienced, but um, yeah, these, these dudes are ready and uh, they've got all the confidence in the world and they're, they're dangerous. <laughs> very, very scared of, uh, of that fella. Of um, Toby. Sexton in particular, yeah, I think um, when even the Bronx played Titans in the trials, he he really um, created some trouble for us. So, uh, yeah, I think he's uh, an outstanding player. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think, you know, he's, he's just got to be able to break through the next couple of years now because mm. when you hit the scene, it's just something that I, I have noticed and, and I think it probably – you know, leads to that second year syndrome is that for me, it's more just about the, the physical uh, attrition it, it takes on your body. Like that's what you don't realize as a young fellow. Like, you know, you might get a taste of it occasionally. Yeah. Where you'll play one game of NRL and, you know, even a couple, you know, and they, they may come off the bench and they go, Oh, that was good. You know, and I handled that great. Mm. Well, that's awesome. Mm. But can you do it for a year? Can you do it for yeah. two years? You know, yeah. Uh, yep. The young, the young kids come out of the gates so fast these days, yes, don't they? They do. They're like, oh my god, the you know this new young sensation is pretty much going to be the best player in the game this year, or you know they're not though because that's either Turbo or Cleary, but or Payne Haas. But um, yeah. you know they're they're still that they're spoken about in the, in the same circles of these players because they're so elite um, at such a young age now. But yeah, your point: can they actually last? If you know, can playing full seasons of footy now like COVID is not really affecting too much now as, as long as you don't get it before you play. So, yeah, you know, you can, you can play 24, 25, however many games you've got to play them all. Yep. Got to mm. catch them all. You're right. Um, You're right. You are right. Catch them all. Yeah. I, I do think that um, it, it's going to be difficult for him towards the back end of this year because there's mm. going to be a lot of people throwing attack his way every team does it, you know, they pick out the young half and they direct traffic that way. So it'll be how well he handles that. 
and mm. how well, uh, obviously, Brimson goes in the halves beside him. Jaden Campbell at the back. They've, they've yep. definitely got some young yep. talent there. They're uh, showing that they could really be a good side this year. It'll be interesting to see whether they put it together. Very interesting. Yeah, AJ's not out there today as uh, Will Smith is. Oh, that's oh, right. Wicked, Sorry, wicked, wow, 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 <laughs> that's good stuff um yeah and in Parramatta um yeah I think that they will be a very good football side this year I, I think that they will contend for the top four again and they deserve mm-hmm. to yeah. be in a grand final really soon they've done the hard work they've built their um team slowly and they've become a unit that other teams want their players. So Brad, I've said it before, Brad Arthur's mentioned that that's what we want to build, right? You know, that's what we want to create is a team that other teams want our players. There's nothing wrong with mm. that. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, there, there comes a, the downside of you're going to eventually le- lose them. So you've got to make hay while the sun shines and, and this needs to be Parramatta's year. They are always contenders in March Mm. where Parramatta will be in September. uh, I'm very interested, interested to see, because I think that the window is closing. Sorry, Brad. Yes. And as we, as you've mentioned, he doesn't like to talk about it. Doesn't like Um, they've scored another try. They're 2012 now. Uh, So your prediction is coming to to fruition yeah. um how about a prediction for cowboys bulldogs coming up tonight uh, or sunday night i should say <laughs> last sunday night <laughs> last, last last sunday night no yeah yeah sunday night just just gone just uh, just gone just gone <laughs> um uh i think yeah cowboys Cowboys by eight as well. I think, yeah, both these games, mm. I just tipped them. I think either side could have won it by eight because I, I do think the Bulldogs are, are near to the Cowboys and I do think that Titans are near enough yeah. to Parramatta. Parramatta should be well better because they've got the kind of football side that, yeah, should should be much like Penrith. You know, they should be w- well drilled enough that they almost look like a round sort of five, six, seven team. Whereas mm. Titans could very easily look like a round one team. That's just scrapping it together. Um, the Cowboys and the Bulldogs, okay. I think are both going to be down the bottom of the latter ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Yeah. Well, so- it's hard to, yeah, obviously them facing each other this week won't really be a good indicator of that. So no, it's not until next week when, um, I think both of them have to take on some pretty, pretty big competitors. Yeah, uh, namely our one Brisbane Broncos, and then oh, I think yes, the that's cows. I'm alluding to Correct. the cows have got us the next week as well. I'm pretty sure it's a Sunday game at Suncorp Stadium. The week after, yeah. Week after, sorry. Right. I think I'm going to go to that, Jake. That'd be a good game to go to. So I think I'm going to go to that game. What are your predictions? Predictions for the game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I don't even know if I mentioned Eels before. Oh, mate, Sean Russell just scored another try. Oh, for the stop Eels. it. Stop <laughs> it. Man. Oh, my God. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Everyone will yeah. trade him in this week. Oh, mate. Guarantee. Oh, people have already done it. <laughs> they're trying, they're trying to hit the lock. They're, they're trying to try- hit the lock. Yeah, they're trying to. Yeah. Um, Cowboy- I'd like to, yeah, sure. I'd like to see Cowboys win. Uh, beat the Bulldogs absolutely. There's a there's a good reason for that. <laughs> it's because I've got a stack of them in my Supercoach team. Yeah, I got um, a few. But yeah, no, I 
I'd say they've probably got the edge. Um, Bulldogs have got still a lot of pieces to put together in their team. Um, so, and they've got some super aggressive players in their team as well. Will be interesting to see how um, Bulldogs go. They it will have a brand it new will. side, so you know I don't think you can judge them mm. on the first few weeks. I think you'll have to judge them by about midway through to see how they're really going. Yeah, I think that's only fair. Yeah, you're right. It's very new, yeah, very fresh, early days. Braden, Matt Dufty, Braden Burns, Brent Naden, Josh mm. Adokar, Matt Burton. Those guys are all new, and that. That's five of their six back line. Yeah, wow. That's crazy, isn't <laughs> All it? new players. Yeah, wow. Yep. So, and Tavita Pangai and uh, Paul Vaughan are your other additions to the starting side. So, yeah, you've, you've got, um, what did I say, hey, like seven or eight new guys in a starting side. Yep. Yep. That's plenty of work to do there. Lots of combos to work out. So, um, I'd say for that reason alone as well, you know, Cowboys too good. Cowboys too good, uh, and they should be. If they're not fitting Scott Drinkwater into their side, then they should be mm. too good for the opposition. That's a bit staggering to me, and again, like just leads to the uh, poor recruitment strategy from these Queensland teams. Why on earth the Cowboys yeah. have that many halves that they don't have it, or that many backs even that they don't have a spot for Scott Drinkwater is beyond me. He'll be looking for a new club if he doesn't find a spot in that side soon. He deserves a spot in that side. Jake he's, Clifford two point He's a good enough footballer. He'll be moving on. Yep, not for sure. No, that's it's interesting. Like you know, Broncos Broncos have got a stack of halves in in the bank at the moment, and. You know, we're praising that, but then the Cowboys are getting criticized, man. Maybe for having one too many. So uh, I guess, you know, but it's the way you use those players and to make, it is, you know, you just, you get, just can't you have gotta, one. You got to justify your actions, I guess. You can't have one too many stars, Jake. You know, we, yeah, we've got a few halves in, in the um, back pocket there, but a lot of them are on minimum wage, uh, if not bid mm. over. So, you know, we're yeah. really fortunate to have players like Albert Kelly that are happy to take under probably what their value would be in other clubs to be part of this and, and be part of this rebuild. It seems like we're, like I said, we're starting to grow something there. I really, yeah. I was really um, emboldened by that performance the other night. If you can't hear. We are, we are, we are right up ourselves. Yeah. I'm podcast. sure people after think that. Yeah. Ooh. You blokes are stuck up for after one win. <laughs> well, come talk to me in a few weeks. You freaks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll be fun yeah i have a uh, more than one win i mean nice. hopefully the way it's going you know obviously the um the first few games you know there was a tough one against south and then yeah we do have a couple of softer ones in the bulldogs mm. and the cowboys on paper but i genuinely think yeah the, it, there's not going to be an easy game this year every game and no. that always used to be the case for brisbane broncos they never used to have a, an easy game every team that used to come up against us would bring their A game. And I, I think that will be the case this year because they're going to need to. That forward pack is dynamic and we're going to steamroll mm-hmm. a lot of sides that haven't brought their game this year. And I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Absolutely. Yep. If you're coming up against us, be ready. If you're coming up against any team, be ready because it's ready. an even competition.
Super coach, super coach. <laughs> Good, solid. All right. That was fresh. Do you know what that was from? I ripped that, that off. Super Ted. Yeah, I was going to say Super Ted. And <laughs> I almost said to you before you said, I've got one for, for yeah. Super Coach, but I, I hit record, obviously. I was going to say, hey, if we could just do Super Ted, that'd be great. <laughs> There we go. So, Jake, we're we like one mind. We're like one mind. Um, the mind meld was successful. The super coach uh, performance from mm. some of the sides left a lot to be desired to start off this year. I had a lot of Roosters players in my side, so they only them only yeah. scoring. I a, I too try. that hurt me. Yeah, I too had a I had Tedesco and. Uh, and Kiri. Uh, and yeah, they both were, were not great. Uh, but you cool. know, both those guys are going to score huge this year. I just know it. So I, I think that's certainly um, not going to get any, um, you know, cold feet on those, those types of players. No, I, I think I am going to stick with Sam Walker and James Tedesco. Although I am very scared mm. about the old second year syndrome for Sam as well, because he's only a tiny body. So you know, he's gone from his first full year of football and he's had to do it all by himself Just without a, a senior player beside him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's coming from me. That's laughable, isn't it? Um, he oh, yes. um, has had now his first full preseason. And although, mm. you know, everyone says you need a good preseason, it's actually quite tiring too, I'm sure. So now back into that second year and second full year, and it really will be interesting yeah. to see how he goes early rounds because he was on fire early rounds, if you remember last year. You know, he was coming out, I think one of the games yep. he had five try assists. So this this kid is a, a genuine footballer and uh, he's going to be a superstar, but it will, will be interesting to see how he goes in these early rounds. Oh, yeah. No, I I, I definitely am uh, not going to get rid of him. Uh, if you've got him, hold, hold, hold strong. 26-18, uh, Parramatta. Coast. Uh, mate, 26, <laughs> 22. They've scored oh, again. Brian got, Kelly's just gone you, in. You've got me. Yeah, it's well, um it, it oh, looks like a ding dong. This is a great game. We'll have mate, to finish I'm, up and well, that's what I was looking just forward about to watching to the second half of this one, mate. Yes. And and just on that. Sean Russell's are already on 85. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's gonna be bringing Sean Russell. Uh Everybody. they'll they'll be flicking one of their wingers that aren't doing so well. I've got a couple of those, unfortunately. I'm torn whether or not I stick with Billy Smith. Obviously, yep. he did get that HIA, but before that, he didn't really score or anything. So, yeah, I'm um, I'm a bit worried about that choice. I definitely had more I don't regrets. have him. I was thinking about him, and yep. I, I didn't end up going. So, obviously, it was a good call in the end, but predicting the future is very hard, as uh, a very wise uh, Japanese tour guide once told me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that one. And it, it, uh, I like yeah, it. Yeah, you have. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I did something silly. I wouldn't say it's silly, but it's uh, I went I went all in and I decided to start with Turbo and Tedesco in in the in the wow Jake wow what did what did what did Turbo end up scoring? He's been upgraded up sixty two. So I did captain him uh, obviously because he cost me one point three million dollars. Mate, you captain him. It's not the worst um, score, and certainly I think he improves. Um, and you know, I'm—it's a strategy, so I need to stick with it. 
if someone gets injured, of course, sell, 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 sell. Sell, sell, uh, obviously. He did get contained. Uh, He had a shocker of a game and still got 62 points. Um, the guy's a beast. I'll be I'll be sticking with him hard. He, he's and, a weapon, and, and I can't wait and, to pick him up as yeah. soon as he plummets, Jake. You must <laughs> sell. If he has one more bad game, Jake, he is mm. an absolute sell, and he's just worth burning that trade because you will lose hundreds of thousands of dollars. Do not keep that trade. I'm not concerned, Greg. Uh, it's where we differ. Jacob, an opinion there. So um, uh, I, another, I look, my side is has got a lot of great decisions in it. Um, but I also decided, you know how there's like three of the cowboy back rowers yeah, that yeah. were all good options. And it was like, oh, which ones do you pick? There was. I, yeah. I, I just picked all of them. <laughs> I thought I potentially <laughs> did that. Because I, I, whoever doesn't do the good, I will trade out. And that's a trade, trade I'm happy to burn. I, I have trades I have to burn. So I won't be burning uh, Turbo. I don't care. He's going to go down 300K. I believe he will base out at, at around a million. Um, it, and that's and that's only going to be a 300k drop. So I'm it's not still a 300k drop, Jacob. I'm not concerned. He's going to stay in my team. You're a lunatic. I'm. I'm You're a lunatic. I know, and that's what I'm saying. Like I have to. I just wanted to be that guy that really went for it, <laughs> and and so that's what I did. And you know, these things don't always pay off. No, and it's don't. not the end of the world. And it's no, not it's the not. end of my season. Um, you know, especially seeing. You know, some people would have had uh, Brandon Smith and he got two points. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that I've, you? <laughs> I've re- hey, 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 back down. Hey, I've recognized, hey, hey. I've recognized that I have made some errors as well. Uh, I believe I will just boot out. Have you got Brandon. some targets, mate? Have you got some targets? I'll boot out Brandon straight away and I'll just bring because I still hadn't picked up that Talungi. So that's a trade that I had to make anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do. I, I've got him. I'll also boot out likely. Uh, to boot out maybe a, a Cody Ramsey or a Jason Saab because um, both showed that unless they're, mm. they're wingers that score, they're not unfortunately going to score that well. So uh, yeah. already Panisi is starting to show his worth, Jake. 19 in the first half with no attacking stats. That's not too bad. Um, Good. Cobo showed at 43 that, He's going to be an absolute gun buy. He may even end up just being in people's sides by the end of the season with the amount of tries that he's going to score. Boo-boo. Heard it here first. Yeah, I, I ended up not starting with him um, because I just went stags instead. Yeah, and me I too. just didn't want to have both of them playing next to each other. I was just agreeing with I was you a there. bit of a risk. Yep. But um, Coppo, if Coppo moves to fullback, um, he's a no-brainer. You've got to pick him up. Oh, um, if if he gets yeah. named fullback next week, then you need to bring him into your side. I I stand by that. Hundo percento. Um, yeah. Look, I made some poor decisions. I made some good decisions, but overall, more regrets than I have successes. Unfortunately, uh, I'm pretty comfortable where I'm at. Um, and the, so to to fit in Turbo and and Tedesco, because a lot of people were doing two fullbacks, so I was like, well, I'll do the the two fullbacks <laughs> yep. that are most expensive because I'm yep. a dickhead. Yep. Um, I brought in Ewan Aiken into the into the center wing position, and he's in the second row. And I, I just think that was a really smart move, and I'm I'm happy happy with that. Um, yeah, I'll, and I'll have you know, obviously having all these cowboys wasn't probably the smartest thing because I did have um, 
Liam Martin in my side initially, and, yes. and he went off to get uh, have a great game. And I think he's a he? huge, huge target for me Agreed. now. Um, yeah, I, I want to go back on what I what I didn't do and bring him in. Mm. Um, and Christ, uh, Stephen Crichton looks like he's in career form. The guy's potentially grown another foot. I didn't mention that during the Panthers Seagulls chat. Yeah, um, he is their strike weapon. Uh, just incredible. So I, I'd love to have him in my side as well. And he's extremely affordable. Yeah, agreed. There, there's just so many. T- and that's why I say I have more regrets than I do um, <laughs> yeah. successes, just because there's so sure, many targets sure. I left there on the table. Like, yeah, Crichton was in my side. Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Looks like that Josh King will get a run now too. Like he he played um, with the injury to Brandon Smith. Um, yes, yeah. If yeah. you picked up Josh King for the storm, that's, yeah. that's a, that's a great pickup. Yeah. Um, yeah. Liam Martin was in my side. So I had a couple Good. more yeah. Panthers in there and um, I'm, I'm a, yeah, obviously spewing. I didn't keep them in there because they are going to be a really good side going forward that, so, you mm. know, you have players that um, are in good sides. They're going to score points. It's just a fact, you know, if you've got top four t- uh, players, they're going to put on top four scores and they played, you know, a round one game against a, a top potential top four side and they absolutely blitzed mm. them. So yeah, it's going to be worthwhile having a couple more Panthers in your side. Definitely bring them in. Bring them in. But you got to have those best players, your best clubs in your team. For sure. Correct. Any, any, All right, more, well, any more super coach chat? You happy? Look, I think, I think that's it. I think I'll just be happy with uh, Payne Haas getting a 91. Me too. And, um, Happy with that. Just, just put the captain on. Just put the C on him every, every week. Just know I'm going to get a solid score. And bloody oath. Uh, I re- you know, re- regretting I didn't do that. I had uh, <laughs> the, the again vice captain on Payne Haas, captain on Tedesco. Mm. Um, yeah. Plenty more regrets, but look, it's only early days, Jake. It's only early days. You you dig in, you try your hardest, and you look for the next best thing. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, super coach uh, is a heavy distraction. So let's uh, let's tell you a bit more about our other distractions for the week. Distractions, distractions, but commitments. No finger clicking this time. I uh, uh, the other episode, I think it because we're having some streaming issues last time and it's a bit, a bit too just, clunky. <laughs> it was no, it was not good. So this is this is just easier to do yeah. it this way. Well, yeah. well, look the um the sound quality is beautiful today, Jake. I haven't been able to to look at your beautiful face down at the no, camera, but we've the compromised sound quality is gorgeous. We've compromised vision for sound, um, and seeing this as a podcast probably the best decision we could have made very true we're wired for sound jake uh give me give, me, give me your distractions to start off with eh? yeah sure thing um yeah i'm gonna keep it kind of reco based this week oh, yeah. which cool, is cool. totally more up my up my alley um so watched a couple of films the other day oh yeah were they actual yeah. films or were they movies they're movies <laughs> they're on Amazon Prime, so they're definitely movies. Uh, <laughs> uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie, uh, Old. Have you seen it? Old? No. It's just called Old. 
It's called Old. Definitely have not yeah. seen it. Would you like the premise? Sure. Without ruining it? <laughs> Don't ruin it. <laughs> Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. His movies have twists. So uh, the twist is kind of almost in the title. But, um, yeah, it's just like a, a family goes to this island to get away from their their, their problems, their strifes, and meet up with some other people on this island and they go all go down to this beach together. Um, and, you know, it's quite eerie and it's already a much Mamalan movie. So you're like, <laughs> I know I'm saying his name wrong there. Uh, and um, so you already, <laughs> so you already know, I'll just say M night from now on. Yeah. Um, so you already, and he's in the movie too. He always puts himself in the movie and he's generally like a creep in it too. So he, and he was the guy that drops him off at the beach. So you're like, Oh, something's up. <laughs> and something is up and the beach is uh has got a really weird supernatural quality to it and i'll say no more um and i yeah i got to a point in the movie and um i was just like ah oh, this this is this is un, this is unhinged this is <laughs> this is going this is going to a wild place and i'm in i'm happy to be along yeah. with the ride <laughs> okay, um, so yeah uh-huh. wild good it's good uh, and then we watched uh, Escape Room this two, the second Escape Room movie, okay. but it's not called Escape Room two. It's called Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Okay. I fuck right. you not. For the first five minutes of the movie, one yeah. of the characters goes, "What is this Tournament of Champions?" <laughs> and I knew what type of movie I was in for. Did they turn to the camera? Did they turn to the camera to say that? Just a, about. They try. Do you know what they weren't? They were looking off, not looking off camera, but looking not directly to the camera. <laughs> and I could see them. They were trying not to lock eyes to the camera. They were like, I imagine there were several takes, and they, can you not look at the camera, please, when you say that line? It's <laughs> <laughs> the fiftieth take. Uh, it's so hard, though. It's the title of the movie. God damn it! Um, Escape uh, Room, as you probably guessed. Oh, it's it's like a horror movie. Kind of, it's mm. not that it's not that horrific to be honest, um, and um, yeah, it's just you know, it's a, it looks it's meant to be an escape room that's uh, not that's friendly, and it's not. It's one <laughs> that you know each person dies each time they go through into another room. It's like one room that leads It'd to another friendly, room, that leads to another room, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's like come to this escape room. You like escape rooms, right? And they're like, yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. first one, and they're like, rooms. yeah. And then a person dies each time they get through another room because that's just the way the challenges are quite hard and one person's always set up to kind of wow. lose, you know? It's like, we need someone to press this button when we go through the door. And it's like, but the person that presses it dies. <laughs> and it, that's not, not what happens either, you know, spoiler free. I'm but not, it's that's spoiler the idea. Free. I'm that's not the premise. For that's the premise. That's the premise. Mm. Um, <laughs> and look, these movies are not strong i mean like they're not super strong but it's just a good chill out watch it watch a movie that's not as gruesome as saw um but yeah, is not kind of it's not it's not gruesome like saw movies no and if it's kind of like them because it's escape room so yeah you know maybe that's the way they got the idea from escape rooms is saw movies and they're just chill them out a bit chill them uh, more than a bit <laughs> more than a bit yeah goodness gracious i also yeah. watched uh, how i met your father a couple of episodes oh of how yeah I met your father oh yeah what's it like look it's mate it's interesting so um kim cattrall is 
the old is the mother when she's older telling the story to yeah. her son over Skype or video call or some shit. You don't see him because that's probably a good thing because there's lots of people of you know of uh, different race and color in this in this uh, updated oh. 2022 series. It, yeah. Yes. So you're like, oh, if I see the kids, I'll know who the father is. So they can't do that. Um, so you know, you know what the mum looks like. She's white. She's not gonna. She's not gonna change color or race all of a sudden. So, <laughs> um, so that that's what Kim Cattrall's doing instead of the new Sex in the City show. I guess she's she's doing How I Met Your Father introductions. Anyway, her Nowhere side, she's she's like the grown up. No, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, doubtful. Yeah, oh, so she's the grown up Hillary Duff. In case this wasn't make any sense uh making any sense and hillary duff is the is the key um character mm. and yeah it's all about who she winds up with but they're talking about tw- uh not twitter they're talking about grinder not grinder sorry i don't even know what the <laughs> fucking app's called what's the app is it a dating is app it? tinder yeah yeah tinder sorry yeah, you started saying that i never no no i said twitter but yeah, oh you did too starts with a t yeah. i never use tinder folks yeah, tw- um so yeah, yeah they're talking about tent people on tinder and dating and it's very you know 2022 um but it's good so far i do like it and somewhat of a spoiler do you want us one a no, small spoiler spoil it. no no uh, spoilers okay. i will likely watch this jake so <laughs> you can ruin things for other people not for me <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um, fans of How Much Your Mother, I think, will enjoy this show. Yeah, and, cool. Uh, um, I, yeah, it's because it's a similar format. It's not trying to be the exact same thing, but there's enough. There's one particular familiar element, which I won't spoil, um, that helps uh, that cohesion between the two series. And I think it was a wise decision. So if you've seen the show, you know what I'm talking about. And that's all I have to say about that. I'd like to talk Survivor as well, but do you have before we do Survivor? I will... uh, but before we do Survivor, before can can Survivor. I hear some distractions from you, and I'll stop talking now. Yep. I will. Um, Thank you. I will just continue on with my distractions from yesterday. Yeah, I had a really ripper time at uh, Nicole's 40th. Thanks, Nicole and Ashley, for putting on a ripper uh, time. We Mm. really enjoyed ourselves. Everything was put on for us. It was just a beautiful day. Um, You should hope so, yeah. A lot of of good people, everyone. um, Yeah, (laughs) that's what I expect. No, you welcome to the party. Uh, Can you do everything for us? Yeah, exactly. You don't do these days. I don't think anyone goes to a party thinking that everything's going to be paid for. Um, We got a little wristband, and it's true. That's true. Golf was paid for. Booze as much as you like, as much food as you wanted. It was yeah, just such a good time. Um, That's great. I felt really privileged to be there. We, um, I didn't do the, I didn't do the the golf. driving range for the longest mm. drive because i've been having issues uh, mm. with my, my my wrist with tennis um show i can't uh you gotta really you go got after it. tennis elbow do you mate tennis elbow on my wrist um ah yeah that's weird, why it's weird, fucking right? up too because it's not meant to be <laughs> it's there not, it's not supposed to be there it's fucking weird mm. um mm. but i did end up having to go at the the closest to pin and 
no surprise that I won closest to Pin because that's my go. Well my, my short game is my, my, my best part. And um, yeah. I walked up there and nailed it 2.77 meters away from the hole. There's a cool little thing that, you know, the measure based on your trajectory, mm. your ball and, and where it lands, it's all um, uh, recognized by all, multiple cameras around the place and they show you on a screen where you've landed. So it it's didn't. Science. It's science. It's all science. It um, didn't feel as um, as much like your, your top golf. It was kind of like a mm. real driving range experience. And then they just had, had that skewed in there, a bit of the fun game For stuff. Sure. So it wasn't yeah, for sure. as gimmicky as Top Golf, but yeah, Top Golf's fun. But it, it really is like when you go with Top Golf, it's more about like just smacking as many balls as you can. Um, Do they have one of those in Brisbane? They don't. It's down the Gold Coast, but I've been. I went, I went oh, of course it is. Yeah, because yeah, it's like a theme park. Yeah, it's right beside the theme parks. It's, it's yeah, it was it cool. Yeah. It's good fun. But yeah, it had a ripper ripper time. Uh, all the mm. food and drinks and stuff were set up just beside the golf, so you could just chill there and and have a crack. It was such a perfect little day. And then we went back to their place. They got a beautiful spot there at Ferny Grove, and there's a pool there, and they got a putting Fernie. green. It was yeah, it's a ripper house, a pool table. Donnie, if you're listening, probably not because he's too hard to please. He doesn't like anything, so he's probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> Hopefully, a couple Fair of enough. boys that uh, I was chatting to there yesterday are listening. But uh, yeah, Donnie, you got me in pool. Then, yeah. I had my opportunity to get him too. I was on the black ball before he was, and I was having such a good time. So I wasn't really paying attention to how mm. much I was um, in front. And then all of a sudden, he was back level with me, and he friggin' won. And I was Oh, I'm so annoyed because I really <laughs> like beating him. He's probably the person I like beating the most because um, he's so competitive and really good at stuff. So I, I was very upset. I Generally your targets. Win. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I want to compete against the best and he's the best. So uh, apparently I'm the rest. Uh, happy 40th birthday, <laughs> Nicole. I had a great time. Um, my only other yes. distraction is. Salutations. I, I, I probably spent a lot of time this week still thinking about mm. Warney Jake. I oh, oh. honestly didn't have a day go by where I wasn't sitting back there just thinking I'm so sad for his kids and the hole that he's left uh, yeah. in the planet. It's yeah, really, really sad to, uh, to lose someone that young with so much more to give. Um, I see that they're going to mm. dedicate a stand to him at the MCG. It's going to be the yep. SK Warn stand. Um I, I like it. It's yeah, fitting tribute to uh, a legend of the game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've seen you know more tributes and more um, more stories, and yeah, definitely makes you you think uh, more about it for sure. Um, yeah, trip. Yeah, plenty of tributes. Let's name lots of things after Woody. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I sent I sent you that video of him in the box. So you see yes. yeah, of, of him yeah. uh, absolutely going off uh, about the um, jinxing of David yeah. Warner during the Ashes the series. Old, the old commentator's curse. Commentator's curse. And um, what else did I see of him recently? Just him chatting when he was doing interviews and just saying how you know he did obviously have like a checkered past, but um, he never pretended to be something he wasn't. And certainly um, did not. And then again, what you acknowledged um, that, you know, friends and family just held him in such a high regard as just a top bloke. Some, you know, easy to get along with. Um, yep. So yeah, these, 
this it just keeps on raining true and you hear it again and again and and uh yeah it is it is a somber experience to remember that we lost him that's for sure it is anyway rest in peace warney um we might still bring you up next week mate (laughs) yeah that's it i'm still feeling i i I will it's a great little outlet this thing i I said that last week i I genuinely felt that like it was a a great forum to be able to talk about warning and get a lot of that stuff off my chest so yeah it's a great opportunity you know i think most people might might just continue doing the footy rap but if something you know comes up folks we're going to talk about it we're going to pivot we're going to talk about it All right, Titans so are in the lead. <laughs> Can I just say? What, what's that? What's that? Titans are in the lead. You're kidding me. 28-26 oh, in the 40, 44th minute. I'm going to have to eat my words big time. Um, we'll see. We'll, well see. No, look, I haven't said too much about the Titans aside from the for fact that they need Obviously, to Obviously, defensively, both side. these teams are Absolute <laughs> rubbish. Yeah, 28 to 26 already. There's a lot more yeah. football to come. Yeah, anyway, let's... Mm. Uh, Let's do ho yo ho yo yo Heavy spoilers, kids. We we do talk about Survivor in this segment because me and Jake absolutely froth it. The yes. last couple of episodes, aside from I'm like like kind of like want to start watching the US one. I think Has it started? Just cranked again? up season forty-two of that. Oh, forty-two. Stop season forty-two. It. Is yeah. that on? Okay, yeah, well, I'm yeah. definitely down. Yeah, I, I love them all. Um, Channel 9 or Stan or something. You can okay, watch it I'll get into it. The uh, the last, sorry? What? No, nine now. Um, nine now. Yeah, so we watched the last two episodes, episodes my of goodness. last week. And yeah, Geordie, Geordie got the immunity idol twice. Yep. Um, necklace, sorry. Yep. Individual immunity necklace twice. So that was very good because he was going to get voted out otherwise. Um, and Definitely. then Jesse became the target, which was crazy. It was crazy. Um, he found an idol and then Sam oh, took it off him. <laughs> and she managed it. You're not giving away that idol, are you, Jake? You are not saying to that chick, no. you'd say, no, 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 it's all good. I've got it. Like, you know, yeah, if they yeah. catch it down she my was pants, like, oh, so they can yeah. see that. It's nah. like, yeah, no, no, I'll no, wrap no, it in no. my sarong. It's like, uh, no, no, I'll no, no. It. thanks. You can As give if. me a sarong and if you I'll want. play it for you. I'll play it if I think something's up. Oh, shit. What? Like, how oh, dumb is he shit. to oh, do that? You know, stupid. They obviously were in an alliance from day one. Yes. But he surely he knew that Geordie was spreading shit about. Mark having an idol, which he does have. It's totally yes, true. Totally but true. Still, he's stirring the he's stirring the pot, and already by doing that, he became a target. He so already Jesse mentioned became a target. Like, that, how did they not work all this out? He already mentioned that Geordie <laughs> was going to blow up his game. Yeah, you know, he was worried about Geordie blowing up his game, hmm. and the very you know moment Geordie starts blowing up his game, he finds an idol. And yeah. then he had to sort of have that feeling that everyone was a bit downtrodden when Geordie won immunity, you know? So it, you have to just, you have to be in those moments. To so feel obviously them. Jesse's the next target, like as really? if or, or the whole camp is going to turn or, uh, yeah, it didn't make right, any we'll, sense. We'll, and... we'll pivot now. We won't go for Geordie at all. We'll go for someone completely different. No, you, he was obviously mm. the next target. Mm, of course you're going to go Jesse. 
Push yeah. and um, yep. you know he he get yep. a he gets an idle drop in his lap and he didn't use it. There's no way in my life I would have mm. let that idle go in her sarong and not go in my pocket. Yep. That is absolutely not happening. Hats off you to Sam. To it from was him. a the move of the century. Um, certainly <laughs> building her resume, but also becoming a huge target. In Jake, the Jake, I, I this mm. is this is where we disagreed the other night over text, and I and I have to maintain my point that was it a good move? Yeah. You, you said you said no. Yeah. Well, it depends if um both the boys are going to show respect for the move. Now, all well mm. and good to have respect for a move when someone blindsides you, but yeah. for someone to steal your idol and then blindside you, <laughs> that bad blood was your brother's idol. Surpass well. your. So bl- it was like yeah. yeah. You know, that that bad blood will never surpass. There's no possible way Mm. that she gets either one of their votes now. So that, to me, is a balls up. You cannot throw two people onto the jury. This is too far into it now to be throwing people Mm. onto the jury that are going to poison that jury for you. And that is her biggest mistake. I honestly think that she could have lost it from this Mm. moment. It was the biggest play in Australian survivor history, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it's ruined huge. her. I honestly think it's ruined her game. It's blown it up. Look, yeah, I don't, I don't know if those guys have got the long, they're certainly huge players, Mark and Sam. They've both yeah. got idols. That's right. But, mate. Um, they are surely they're on the radar this week. You know, I think tonight's episodes, Sunday's episode will huge like surely they people the singles people who aren't in couples need to start making a move on the on the the people who are in couples considering one of those couples has got an idol each you know and whether that's and whether or not they they believed like so so last episode as well geordie went around telling everybody they both had idols and what happened with jesse and sam and the in the idol that got stolen uh and it's almost like they just didn't want to listen or they didn't believe him they didn't uh, want to believe that they were actually losing ground in position. I think it was just yeah. a pride thing. They just then, wanted to well, believe too much yeah. that they were still in it, you know? Yeah. And then, like you said, you know, Dave and Chrissy were pretty much being sheeps. Proper sheep. Um, and just following along. Yeah. Yeah. And and now, yeah, probably they should have made the move last week. And Needed now they now they need every single to be on their side. Otherwise, they don't. They don't actually don't have that swing like they think they're going to have. Yes. So crazy. This episode's going to be fantastic. Can't wait. It's be good. Um, to whoever gets immunity necklace will be vital. Um, Shay went to Redemption Rock, so whoever goes out, whoever gets voted out this episode will also go to Redemption Rock. Of course, and then we'll see them in probably Monday night's episode. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot to look forward to. Um, shame to to lose shay well yeah well she's not she's not well she's not lost to us yet sorry yeah yeah and And they had the montage of her just being a badass and building she's like i'm just gonna live here for a week or whatever yeah good on her so yeah (laughs) and sorry we should mention like the the effort from Mm. geordie to win that immunity challenge when he needed to that was quite yeah. impressive. Oh, yep. And that, that should have been he the He was catalyst. on the chopping block twice and he won it twice. And it was so impressive. And it he didn't was. know he needed it that first time. No. 
uh, he just he just got it, and then yep. he really needed it the second time. Yep, and, and you know, when you pull it out when you need it, yeah. that to me is a, sh- a show of a true champion. Yeah, you know, I'll, and and that should have been the catalyst for the big move. You mm. know, you jump mm. on board those big moments, and you know, Geordie wins immunity. You've swung the vote. Now the singles are in charge. We're going to vote off the the um, couples one by one, and then all of a sudden they've improved their position. You know, I, if I'm the the two bloody goats that we're getting dragged along by the two um, couples. I yeah. would have made a, a, pl- a point of saying to Geordie, all right, if we're going to do this, this is us going to top three. All right. So you and yeah. me and, and, yeah. and three, we're going to go together. And this is mm. my, my play, but that they just sat on the outside and they've, they've screwed themselves through with a, another couple of pairs. It's obvious yeah. to me, no, it, two pairs are trying to it take was hopeless. it through the end. You know, you, yeah, you obviously, obviously, you know, otherwise you're, you're a target. So you need to try and keep the numbers of pairs um, floating around. It's yeah. Just crazy that they didn't do it. We'll be interesting to see tonight though, Jake, won't it? This is probably their last opportunity. Yep. And they, you know, if this, I don't think you then target Mark and Sam, if you think they've got idols either, because they're going to use them. Yep. Is there's more of a likelihood you can just vote out somebody that doesn't have an idol, then you're going to somehow blindside those other two. Mm. I mean, that has happened the whole series, but <laughs> yeah, people have gone home with idols in their pockets. But I've just, I just think those guys will play them when they when they need to, and um, someone else will get sent home instead. So, uh, yeah, I think um, I think they're buggered. I think it's just going to play out. I think it's going to play out now yeah, too. I think this is going to play out. Yeah. yeah I think they've yeah. screwed themselves with the numbers and I think it's going to play out. The only thing that prevents it mm. from playing out just the way it's supposed to is potentially uh, a few immunities because if Shay can get herself back yeah. into it, she yeah. is, yeah, just an absolute That's um, true. Yeah. dominant it, challenge. That'll make beast. a big difference. That'll yeah. make a big difference. She's yeah. like a mini, I mean, next... she's like a mini poverty. Remember poverty from uh, Survivor I do, I America? Do. Poverty, right. was, poverty was legendary. And that yeah. that's that's a huge um, um, pat on the back for Shay because, yeah, poverty, you're right, is legendary. She's probably yeah, the, the no. greatest ever chick Survivor performer that hasn't won. Would you mm. agree with that? Yeah, I think I've been watching a lot of American Survivor like YouTube videos of late. Um, mainly Jeff being really sassy and losing his cool. Love Jeff. Um, Love yeah, he's a, he's a legend. Yeah. And talking about his favorite moments. Um, and yeah, there was there was poverty clips as well. And there was also another one. Um, Stephanie. I think Stephanie oh, was yeah. a huge player too. Yep. Yeah, she was in like multiple seasons. Um, yeah, she was a big player. Obviously, Sandra as well. Obviously, yeah, I'm I'm saying players that haven't won. You know, Sandra's Sandra's the queen. Sandra's the queen, and we're really blessed to have her in this series. I've loved Mm. it. I'm gonna keep loving it. I can't wait. And I wouldn't be surprised if we get her daughter back playing next year. Agreed. In Australian Survivor Mm. because she got injured. Yeah, I think they'll they'll get her. I think they'll just bring her back. They won't bring Sandra back. No, no, no. Great call. I forget her name, but I think she'll be back. That's a great call for the end of the predictions. Sorry, that's a great prediction for the end of the, uh, <laughs> the distractions. distractions. Predictions, distractions. <laughs> Actually, the segment's called distractions, Colin, uh, hashtag predictions. <laughs> 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 All right, let's uh, finish it up there. Not the rest of this footy game. Let's wrap it up. Okay. 
Well, this has been episode 21. Uh, it's conclusion. Been, it does leads us to the conclusion of ep 21. It's been great to talk about the round one games and especially the Broncos win. Yes. Surprise winners in round one, episode 21. It has been a pleasure, absolute mm. pleasure uh, doing you. a podcast after a Broncos win. Um, absolute pleasure. I was looking forward to this from the moment we uh, <laughs> won the game. I was, I, I said it to Alana, I cannot wait to speak to Jake. Yeah, it's um, always <laughs> it was, better it was after, glorious. after a win. It's It changes my mood. It's sadly... <laughs> It changes everything. No, this is these are the these are the moments that we live for. And it's um very yeah, true. Every, every fan would be feeling better after their team winning this week. And very anyone point. that loses this week is gonna feel, you know, a bit worse. Like they missed out on opportunity because it's round one. So absolutely this is just the beginning though. Uh you've you've still got a chance, as we've said a thousand times, it's an even competition. Yep, and the start of a long season, Jake. But you know what that means, Jake? That just means many more times for you and me to catch up and, and do this. And we are loving it. Thanks very yes, much, Couch Commentators, for joining us. Uh, yeah, we, we really had a great time. We, we hope you liked it. I think they did. <laughs> See you next time, folks.